0: Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at WinswebKnits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as Monique and on Facebook and Twitter as WinswebKnits. This is episode 87, recorded November 13, 2020. Segments this week include FOs, whips, spinning, out and about, and on the run. A quick note on Ravelry. All links to Ravelry in the show notes are clearly labeled as such. The link does not say Ravelry. It does not go to Ravelry. Links to yarn are directly to manufacturers' pages and should be safe for those still having Ravelry accessibility issues. Well, hello. So there has been um, a lot of stress knitting the last couple weeks around here. I don't know about you folks. Um, I, I've h- haven't recorded the past couple weeks. I caught my son's head cold, uh, not COVID. We had to get him tested to return to school. He's fine, just a normal run-of-the-mill head cold, which of course he gave to mommy. And then last week with the election, I just needed the week off. I'm sure many of you <laughs> felt a similar way. Um so yeah, so I've done a lot of stress knitting recently. Uh so the FOs have multiplied. Um, I'm not sure I've had this many FOs in one episode uh ever. Maybe? Um, we'll see. Here we go. Finished objects. I finished two Dumpster Fire ornaments. These are by designed by Mary Hall of Kino Knits. They are both made in Kobasi by Haiku, which is a blend of cotton, silk, bamboo, and nylon. It's arguably my favorite fingering wake yarn. It makes great socks and tank tops, and now also Christmas ornaments. These ornaments are super cute. Uh, it is literally flames um coming out of a little hand knit dumpster and then you um duplicate stitch the year on the front of the ornament so i'm probably going to make a few more i think i'm going to send some of these to relatives and folks for part of their christmas gifts because these are just i mean absolutely adorable and just so 2020 um i did two pretty quickly i participated in her knit along and so those two both qualified and that was a lot of fun to work on and i'll probably make like two or three more before between now and christmas Thing 2 is Hitchhiker. So this is a DK weight hitchhiker scarf for my younger son. It's out of a big box store cotton yarn uh, from Michael's. I lost the label, so I can't tell you exactly what it's called. But if you walk in and you see a gigantic ball of cotton, that's what I used. It's done and blocked. And I accidentally left it out after photographing it when I went to go pick him up from school. And he told me how much he loved the yarn. So good kid. It's for you. You're going to love it come Christmas time. I also finished my second descent cowl. This is a Christmas gift for a very near-worthy friend. I'm using some very ancient stashed cotton yarn, and I am about half... I'm Sorry, I'm not halfway through the necklace. I'm reading some old show notes. I finished it. I completely finished it last week. It is ready to gift, and I am so excited. Um, I have been posting it on Instagram. She knew I was working on it. She requested it specifically. So I was post. So she, she knows it's done and ready to mail to her. So she's very excited about it. Work's in progress. So I have one new whip that I'm calling the Acadian shawl. It's a Christmas gift for my mom. In the approximate colors of the Acadian flag, nous uh, sommes de d'être acadiennes. I'm using the Goldberry crochet shawl pattern, and I'm working it in blue, white, and red with accents of yellow. Uh, I put a photo of the Acadian flag in the show notes so you can see it. It's uh, basically the French flag with a yellow star in the corner. Um and I'm really excited. I think she's really going to like this. She uh, she'd like the first crochet shawl I made. She was commenting on how pretty it was. And so this one's going to have a little bit more special meaning. The Star Wars scarf for Thing 1. I am more than halfway through the last chart. I am so excited. This is the double knitting scarf that I've been working on since March. I'd say I'm about seven-eighths of the way through. I've got three sections left of the last chart. Going to finish up the AT-AT walkers and then make a lightsaber and then do the empire symbol and I am done. I've been mentioning the last couple months about the hexagonal needles I'm using by Indian Lake Artisans. I still love them. Uh, I, I Actually, to be honest, I can't wait to finish this project and use them for something else because I really am enjoying them so much. I'm thinking of saving up to buy a set of their needles because I really, really like them. The yarn I'm using is Trueboo by Lion Brand, which is a 100% bamboo yarn. I'm using it in white and dark gray. And the pattern is a series of free charts by Jessica Goddard. My tan house brook shawl is slowly growing. I put down, I put it down for a while to really get a head start on my Christmas gifts. I'm trying to get most of my Christmas gifts, if not all of them, done by December 1st, just so I can enjoy the Christmas season. Um, yes, I do like to participate in the Grinch Along for those of you who listen to the Knit More Girls. Um, so yeah, but also I've learned the hard way that knitting up to Christmas Day is not fun for anybody involved. So the Tan House Brook shawl, uh, is a pattern by uh, Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studios. I am knitting it up in the Sekhmet Base, which is an alpaca silk linen yarn from 100 Ravens in the Nevertheless She Persisted colorway, which is um, ivory, yeah, I'd say ivory, almost a cream, and then uh, like a sea blue and a sea green. It's a beautiful colorway, and it's working up absolutely gorgeously. I bought this yarn during the virtual Maryland Sheep and Wool, And I am getting close to the end. I think I'm going to have extra yarn, so I think I'm going to keep just keep going um, and repeat the patterns um, until basically I run out of yarn because I just want to use up all this yarn because it's so beautiful. And my last whip is the Thing One Dragon Blanket. This is the second Christmas snap the dragon blanket that I've been working on for this holiday. This one is for my older son. I'm doing it in gray and red. Some really deep stash acrylic. I think some of it I actually inherited from a friend's mom when she decided to stop knitting. So this stuff is ancient, possibly my age, um, but it's it's great for you know little boys who are really really hard on on clothing. Acrylic is great. You could just toss it right in the washing machine. <laughs> but it's coming along well. I am probably two-thirds of the way through the main portion of the blanket, which is the triangle back. And then you have to knit the pockets for the hands, the hood, um, a little tiny tail, and then you uh, you knit spines that you sew on to the back. So i still got a ways to go on this one, but it is it is progressing slowly. Knitting fail. So as most of you know, uh, if you've been listening for a while, I am new to crochet. I learned to crochet I should, should rephrase that. I learned to crochet more than a dishcloth during the pandemic. Before this, I'd never crocheted more than a dishcloth um, or two or five in my life. So I still have a really hard time reading crochet. Um, knitting, I can read. Um, you hand me a piece of knitting and and a pattern, and I can tell you exactly where you are um, just in a couple minutes, um, if not really quicker than that. But crochet, oi, oi, oi. So I... I have been working on the Acadian flag shawl, as I mentioned earlier, and there's this this, this one row that I screwed up, I think, three times before I finally got through, <laughs> and it's not a hard row. I mean, the Goldberry shawl is actually pretty easy. It, it looks super duper fancy, but basically the whole thing, you've got a couple rows of single chain, but most of it is is double crochets and a couple rows of half double crochets just in a pattern to make it look fancy. But it's really not fancy at all. And I still screwed it up repeatedly and had to I had to rip that row back at least halfway. So I got to like, let's call it row three. I screwed up row three, but only realized it halfway through row four. So I had to rip back all of row four and then halfway through row three to figure it out. Did it again, started row four, realized I screwed up row three like a third of the way through to bat, back all the way back, and just oh yay yi, yay yi-yay. Yi, yi. So someday I'll get good at reading my crochet, but today. Is not that day. Spinning. Well, I still have no success at creating a distaff. I have a really long dowel that I tried to use, but it's just way too long. So that wasn't working. But I have been trying to spin a little more of the Tussa Silk from Pine Star Studios in Maine on my Acreworks drop spindle. I love the drop spindle. It's great. It is just the perfect weight for a short staple fiber. It's super light. It's, I think, half an ounce. It's either 0.5 or 0.6 ounces. It's a tiny, lightweight little thing. Um, but it's great for for spinning silk. Um, but yeah, I need a dust. I need a distaff. I really really need a distaff. I have not been spinning on the wheel for a couple months now. Those of you who've been listening for a while know that I had a stress fracture in my leg in August. Uh, Did't realize it learned about it in September. Uh, yeah, so it's been a fun fall. Whew. But I finally started spinning again a tiny bit, just you know, five minutes, take a break five minutes stop that kind of thing just to really get that motion slowly back into my leg and so what I did was I started the last color of my gradient spin this is a five color gradient package from uh, Buchanan fibers and I bought two of the packages so it's I believe four ounces of I have to I have to go check the ounces I forget off the top of my head I think it's a I think I've got I've got two to four ounces of of the last color to spin because I forget exactly how much is in each package but and the reason I'm skipping finishing the fourth color and moving right to the fifth is that I'm participating in the pigskin party with Downseller Studios and whips do not count however I'm For the gradient yarns, I'm not spinning it as a complete gradient and then plying it start to finish. I'm spinning each color separately and then I'm going to knit them into a gradient. So I am going to spin up this last color as part of the pigskin party so that I can count it towards my totals. And then I can come back and finish it. My plan isn't to use this yarn until late winter, spring anyway. I think I'm going to make like a spring or summer tunic to wear. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a Southwoods sweater again, but do a sleeveless Southwoods sweater and do it in a gradient yarn. That's like theoretical plan at the moment, but, um, I love that. I love Southwoods and I really want a summer, like a a tank top version because when I tried it on without sleeves on, it was super duper comfy and it actually looked really good. Out and about lots of fiber events are still happening this fall and into winter time. The pigskin party is now through the Super Bowl. I've got a link to the Ravelry group in the show notes, but you can also participate by using um, her hashtags on Instagram, DCS Pigskin Party 2020 I'm sponsoring for the third year and also participating and having a great time. Vogue Knitting Live is having upcoming events. There's one going on this weekend, November 12th through 15th. Also December 10th through 13th and January 14th through 17th and i hear from some little birdies in my families that i might be getting tickets to december or january from my family so that is really exciting stitchers at home december is coming up over two weekends the 5th 6th 12th and 13th some classes do still have spots available you can go ahead and check that out that's running a little differently than a lot of the other online classes organizations so the ones I've attended mostly have had like a one-off class, like you meet for two hours on one day, boom, your class is done. Stitches at Home is having three to five or even possibly six different um, gatherings for one class. So the classes are a lot more expensive. You're running $150 up, but you are getting five or six classes uh, meeting times. You're meeting for up to like six hours or more possibly for each class. So your value, your, it costs more, but the value is is different as well. If you have any events you would like me to share, please go ahead and email me, windsweptmonique at gmail.com. On the run, so I'm still not running, but I have started biking, or at least hopping on a stationary bike. No, I wouldn't call it spinning what I'm doing. I'm definitely not to that point yet. (laughs) We bought a stationary bike for my husband for Christmas, and it just arrived, we ordered it quite a bit early because of the crazy postal service situation and shipping problems we're having here in the U.S. If you're not in the U.S. right now with shipping, you're probably lucky because our postal service has gone haywire recently. And it's not the postal service's fault. The The, the postmen and women are working really, really hard. It's other people. We'll leave it at that. Um, but we're planning to shop for Christmas early, both in person and online. We've done a lot of our shopping for ordering Done. We're way ahead of where we normally are, and I'm planning to head to some local mom and pop shops here in our town over the next couple of weeks, and and finish up our shopping there and order a few books for my son through the local bookstore as well. So yeah, um, getting out. I'm walking more. I'm not allowed. I'm not supposed to really walk, like go for a mile and a half walk kind of thing. But I can. I can walk now. I can function over the course of a full day. I was actually able to kneel down um, and put the kids' clothes away and, you know, sort out their summer and winter garments and put stuff away from winter, that sort of thing. Um, paid for it a little bit. Shouldn't have been kneeling for an hour, but I'm okay now. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited that I can start moving again. I'm strength training. I've been doing it for the past couple of weeks, partly as a way to relieve stress last week. I was definitely doing strength train twice last week and I've done it twice again this week and I'm going to do it tonight. At least that's the plan. We'll see how life turns out, but, um, uh, it feels good to be exercising again and moving my muscles again. I am really happy about that. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. I am going to cut it off here. I actually have to head to the hairdressers for the first time since the first week of February. Yes, I have gone nine months without a haircut. Yes, it shows. My hair uh, is about three inches from my waist when it's wet. Um, I have uh, wavy curly hair, so dry it, it shrinks up a bit. But yeah, when it's wet... um. I got Disney princess hair. It's kind of terrifying. Um, and I really need to get like six to eight inches cut off because this is, this is ridiculous. Whew. Yeah. And no, I wasn't going to let my husband cut it. No, 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 definitely not. I've I've been cutting my husband's hair and my kid's hair. We've been still very careful. We have some, some high risk folks in our family, in our bubble. So we've been, been more careful, but, um, yeah, I need somebody who knows what they're doing to cut all the waves and curls. <laughs> so Wish me luck. Next time I talk to you, I will probably weigh five pounds less because I'm getting a ton of hair cut off. I hope you are all healthy. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be careful with Thanksgiving coming up. I know we all want to get together, but please be careful, folks. My love to all of you, and I will see you all next week. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.